What's Rugby Like at Club Level in Wales as Training restarts on this week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Players are back at training at clubs all round Wales at senior and junior levels. But of course it looks very different from the way it did this time last year. One person who can talk about it for several of those levels is the WIU's hub officer at Cardiff and Vale College, Lauren Holloway. She is also club coach, coordinator and minis and juniors COVID lead at St Albans in Cardiff, as well as the club's under-13s coach. So plenty to discuss after being back at training. Well, Lauren, it's great to talk to you. Involved in, in Welsh rugby in a, in a variety of ways as a volunteer and through the WIU. Perhaps just to start off with, explain what your involvements are and, and how you got into them. Yeah, so I started off my volunteer sort of coaching role in um, St Albans. So I was studying sport coaching at Cardiff Met. So I needed to do some voluntary hours. So Luke Gibson from St Albans pulled me in the bar and said, can you come and help me out with the coaching? Because they were restarting their mini section. And seven years later, I'm still there. So yeah, from a volunteer perspective, that's my involvement there. And then I got a job as a hub officer two or three years ago. So going back, obviously, the college involvement in sport and then the volunteering and and staying involved in sport even before uh, moving to to become a hub officer. Yeah, so I was um, just before I become a hub officer, I was working in Sport Wales as well. So not just rugby from a multi-sport sort of background, doing young leadership. And then I moved into the college then to do the hub programme. So what was it about rugby that you first got involved in that made you so passionate? The group of kids I had down at St Albans, so I've taken them all the way through now, so they're in under-13s. I started coaching them when they were in under-7s. Three years of university was just volunteer hours, and then when you build a relationship with those kids, I think any coach will tell you it's hard to walk away from them then, especially when you build that bond. So I've sort of watched them grow up now. They're all turning 12, 13, so that's where my main love for rugby is, I would say. I started playing when I went to university. I was always netball football bit of hockey in school um, and college so yeah it was it was more the friendships I made from a from university but then in my coaching style is those group of boys from under sevens and now they're under 13s that have kept me hooked on coaching what's that been like taking them through challenging but no they're, they're a good group of boys I say boys we, we have had a couple of girls in the section but unfortunately I haven't got any girls in my team but yeah it is a challenge um parents' expectations and obviously the kids as well as they're getting older through the teenage years. But no, they're, they're a good group of boys and they've grown. So when we first started, there was only about seven of them and now we've got 24 kids on our team. So yeah, it's, it's been a roller coaster, but I've enjoyed it. So that's been tremendous growth. And then going into this season, you just have expected maybe more of the same normal development. What's this year been like? Um, it's been a strange one, obviously only half a season. It was the boys, um, it was their first year in high school as well. So we had seven new players come in. Five of them were new to the game. So yeah, it's, it's been a challenge in that sense. And also the bonding can be a challenge. I'm not sure how other coaches would feel, but I feel this year has been their closest season as a team because obviously they are in high school and they build bigger friendships. But then obviously the season got cut short. And we had a very rainy season. It was wet for the majority of it. So, yeah, it's been an odd season, but we just can't wait to get back now. All the flooding that affected many mm-hmm. clubs, that seems an eternity ago. And then went into lockdown. What was the reaction? There must have been a lot of disappointment around. 
Yeah, disappointment. We were actually due to play on the Ams Park that weekend. The whole club were playing on the Ams Park because obviously we had a lot of rain, so we managed to get on the Ams Park. So there was a lot of disappointment on them Friday when obviously they cancelled the games and everything was into lockdown. But from speaking to other coaches, not just my age group, but they, they've dealt really well with the lockdown. Um, we've kept engaged. The first three weeks we did like lockdown challenges. So every day there was a new challenge. The kids' parents sent in the videos of the kids completing the challenges and then we posted them on Facebook in the evening when they were completed. So, yeah, we, we tried our best to keep engaged and then obviously when our normal season would end, it's time then for the coaches to have a break, volunteers to have a break and then it's been full flow now the past sort of four weeks when we've been back. A lot of paperwork to fill in for the parents. So, yeah, it's been a challenge but our team managers have been fab at getting things done. And our coaches have been really, really good at getting the kids back as well. So let's go back to when I think we were beginning to come out of lockdown. People were beginning to talk about training. What were the hoops you had to go through, the preparations you had to make back at that stage? So initially, I was lucky because I got invited into the club development team as part of the college and the WIU sort of partnership. They asked me to get involved. So I was keeping up to date regularly with the WIU updates and then obviously passing it on to the club. So, yeah, we, we were just... It was a waiting game more than anything, so we didn't want to do anything too soon. And then it'd be a waste, so potentially start to then stop again. So we followed all the guidance. We then got the funding to purchase the PPE and the cleaning equipment, so we had to buy all that. We sorted that into baskets for age groups, so they all got their own sort of COVID kit in each age group. So the hand sanitizer, the cleaning of the balls. So yeah, it's been a challenge, but it's been all right. What was the attitude of the kids and the parents? There's a lot for everyone to do here. Was everyone on board right from the start? With the parents, they just want the kids back playing, don't they? So I think they just done it. They may have not enjoyed it. Um, I certainly didn't enjoy part of it with the paperwork. The World Rugby Test, it was a big challenge. We just all had to help each other out more than anything. So yeah, as, as much as this probably is a pain, I think they're just keen to get the kids back playing so they'll do anything they can to just get them back. So in terms of getting the paperwork out of the way, in some ways, is that the easy bit? How different has it been once you get everyone together? It's been amazing, to be honest, with my age group. A lot of them are out and about anyway. They're old enough to go out and about. So, yeah, it, I thought we would have had to do a lot of team building exercises to get them talking again, but they, they didn't shut up the whole session. So we didn't <laughs> have any worries there. And I think all the other age groups, they're just buzzing to be back. And the coaches as well, they've missed it. Um, everyone enjoys coaching as much as it has its challenges and its, it's down days. Um, it's more re rewarding than it is negative. So, yeah, they're all happy to be back as well. Describe what coaching looks like in comparison to what it was before. We've been quite lucky with ZYU because obviously it's groups of 15. So it hasn't been much different other than obviously no contact, um, which is a challenge with teenage kids. <laughs> And obviously the the little ones, it, it is a challenge that they want to tackle. That's why they play rugby. But we've done the best we can and that's all we can ask. It's not been perfect. We've had to tell the kids a couple of times, you know, like, come on, guys, we've got to stick to the guidelines. And they're good as gold and the parents support us as well. So, yeah, it's, it's just being patient and just hoping that it goes back to normal. We're quite lucky there's distancing got friend 11s downwards. They don't have to distance anymore. So that was just before the first week of sanctioned training. So we've been quite lucky with them age groups because they were panicking because trying to separate them kids is a bit of a nightmare. So our under sevens are not going back till September. 
because we wanted to wait to see if the distancing would go down. And obviously, because it's gone now, it just makes those coaches' lives so much easier. I bet, but you must be thinking about it all the way through every session. You presumably can't relax into just developing the skills and things like that, can you? I think as long as you've got a good coaching group and planned and everyone knows what they're doing, it's not that difficult to follow. It's it's easier to forget, if that makes sense, because you're so used to you know like little things like we've had to learn as we went along but calling the kids in between things and little things like that you sort of forget that obviously you you forget about the distancing because you're so used to it so you just have to be like spread out of it like um make sure you're two meters but yeah as, as long as you're planned and the coaches are all on board i think you're okay but obviously i know of other clubs potentially may only have one volunteer with with all their kids so they may find it a bit a bigger challenge to be able to do that is the skills development different? Can you almost take some of it as a positive and think, right, well, there are some things we can't do, but there are other things that we can really try and nail? Yes, in our coaching group particularly and with the college as well, we've sort of tried to make it a positive. So things we may have not focused on in season because they've been playing every week, we've now got the opportunity to do it. So take the time to do it. Little things like catch and pass because we're able to obviously use the ball like, a lot of kids swing their arms down and little things like that we can sort of work on because we've got the time to do it whereas in a normal season you you wouldn't have the time to do that because you're playing every week and our training session and a game on Sunday you do get lost into that and you sometimes forget about those little basic skills the kids need. And everyone talks about trying to teach kids to find space on a rugby pitch presumably Mm -hmm. at the moment finding space is what you're trying to do all the time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, we're quite lucky down at um, St Albans in particularly and with the college because um, obviously the college have got the 3G facility and down at St Albans we're, we're blessed with a big field so we've actually got two senior football pitches and two senior rugby pitches so us and the football have worked together um, with our planning and when age groups are training so we've almost got one age group on each pitch so we can we can have four age groups training at the same time we have different drop-off points for each age group so yeah, we're quite lucky down at St Albans with the field space we got. I know other clubs potentially may only have one pitch, so it does become a challenge for them as well. And they're spread out probably because um, we would normally have two age groups on each pitch because um, our numbers are quite high. We've got over 15 in each age group. Most of them got over 20 because you're only allowed 30 on a pitch. We had to have each age group on their own pitch. So yeah, they're spreading out particularly using the whole field rather than just a little bit of the field. And then obviously our hand sanitizer stations are up for the kids to come and hand sanitize before they go into their session. So, yeah, it's a bit different, but we, we just try and keep it as normal as we can for the kids in particular, just to try and make it a fun environment for them to go back into. And it sounds as though the St Albans Club, the St Albans Junior Setup has really pulled together in this. Yeah, especially with um, the clubhouse as well. So the clubhouse opened as soon as they said the, the pubs could open. So they opened the beer garden temperature checks in there and the track and trace and then as a club out in practically wise we've worked with the football to make sure there's no clashes so there's not too many people in the car park at the same time we've got a side gate we can open so we've opened that and parents can drive up to drop the kids off so yeah we're probably blessed with the facility we have got which have helped us along the way and then I just communicate the information to each age group's team manager and they sort of relay it back to the team's so yeah, we just sort of help each other out. We've got groups, Facebook groups, and we've taken to an app, it's called Spond, and we do a lot of our management on there. Help, we can track and trace on there, so it saves the paperwork too. 
And you're a hub officer at the Cardiff and Vale. You've been coaching this morning, I understand. So how's that looking? Yeah, so we went in this morning. It was quite exciting to go back, actually. We're quite lucky there with the facilities as well. There's two gates onto the 3G. So there was obviously an entry and an exit point. The kids had to sanitise before they come on. But because obviously it's an academy programme, we were able to just do the fitness testing today. So we didn't actually do any like ball skills, etc. We just done their base of um, fitness testing. So we got a benchmark for them. So obviously next week can look completely different because we will be doing a bit of skills, etc. Your professional role, if you like, that hub officer side of it, how much do you think all this will change that? Yeah, it's going to be a big change, isn't it? Obviously with, with the distancing and as hub, hub officers, we work a lot in primary schools. So we go in and teach like a class of 30 normally, um, some rugby skills. So I'm not sure how that's going to look. Yeah, we, we're still sort of on the quiet with the hub officer system at the moment, with it being the summer holidays. But hopefully when we go back, we can just share practice and hopefully get back to a bit of normality and get rugby back going in the schools. As you say, summer holidays obviously at the moment, but in terms of that September restart, it's not going to be normal, but you're confident there will be something. I suppose it depends a little bit on, on how the government guidelines are at that point. Yeah, we've just got to stay positive and just make the most of the situation you've got. It's not ideal and we all get frustrated, but we just got to do what's best. At the end of the day, the players' health comes first and parents as well. So we've made sure with our medical forms, we've made sure that we know if there's any vulnerable kids or even vulnerable adults living with them as well because the kids might be fine, but obviously they're going home to potentially a parent who may be vulnerable or someone in their household. So we're just making sure we know that information. Um, and obviously the track and trace is there. If it, God hope nothing happens, but if something was to happen, then we've got all that information there. And I suppose just getting the club ready for whatever the new normal is going to be, whenever you can restart playing and just making the most of it through to that point. Yeah, I say you just got to make the most of it. The kids are happy to be back, um, especially our juniors. I think they got a bit fed up of just running around the parks and doing what they can. I think it's nice to be in some structure and with their friends and potentially a lot of them coming off the um, games, the Playstations and the Xboxes. So I think parents are happy to get them off them as well. Yeah, nice just to get outside for a change for, for some of them. Yeah, definitely, definitely. With the kids playing rugby, is there a mental health aspect to this as well, that it's just really good for them to get back out into that team environment, into the rugby environment? Yeah, 100%. Um, like I said, with the with the games, um, a lot of them are spending a lot of time in front of a TV and may not be going out with their friends and rugby's their only sort of outlet, if you like, and enjoyment. So, yeah, having that taken away from them and obviously school as well. They haven't been in school for, properly for months. I think does impact their mental health and the coaches as well as much as every coach in in the UK probably thinks that they don't have that much of an influence if they you actually spoke to the kids you probably find you're a big influence on their lives and you could be one of their main adult sort of people they look up to and having not seeing you potentially could have impacted them as well so yeah especially at junior ages that sort of 13 to 16 year olds Mental health is a big thing at the moment, isn't it? And I think having that friendship group and just being around your friends can make a massive difference. And you've grown your team to 24, as you say. Would there have been a worry that the longer this had gone on without training, without getting them together, that some of them might have drifted away from the game? Yeah, 100%. I think the longer it went on, fingers crossed we don't go into another lockdown, but I think if that does happen, we could potentially lose some kids. 
it becomes quite easy to sit in front front of a TV um, or to play on their games and they, they can lose interest quite quickly. But then they can also gain it back really quickly. I was speaking to a couple of parents from another age group on Sunday. They said their kids didn't want to come, but then as soon as they got there, they were fine. They were running onto the pitch laughing and joking with their mates. So, yeah, I think it's just getting them there. When you get them there, they'll be OK. It's just the initial trying to get them out of the house. And how about yourself? Are you still playing, or is the coaching seems to be taking up so much of your time? I try to play, so I've had a few games for Whitchurch over the years, but I haven't been able to actually fully commit to a season because I do so much coaching. So I haven't actually played properly since university, but I'm planning on playing this year. When we were in lockdown for the first three weeks, when it was quite strict, I spent time getting my fitness back. So it was a bit of a blessing, actually, the first sort of couple of weeks. So I'm back to like a, a good fitness to hopefully go back and play a season. Great. Well, good luck with that. Really good luck with the uh, the work at St Albans and also, of course, with uh, the Cardiff and Vale. We look forward to the new normal whenever it can happen. Hope it's soon. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed we do, in a safe way, of course. Lauren Holloway, WIU Hub Officer and Club Coach Coordinator at St Albans Rugby Club. Many more updates next week on the Welsh Rugby Union podcast, but until then, goodbye and stay safe.